0: Welcome to Cataloged Conversations. This is a podcast of the Kenneville Public Library. Uh, today we have, I am Jenna Anderson, Support Services Manager for the Kenneville Public Library. We have Leah Dresser, who's the Adult Services Manager, and we have Beth Monk, who's the Youth Services Manager today. We are talking about, I guess, kind of what everyone's talking about, and that is COVID-19. Um, it's kind of It's kind of thrown us, I guess, into a tailspin here, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's uh,
1: kind of changed everything. <laughs> yeah. That's an understatement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, kind of going back in history a little bit, today is uh, July 15th that we're recording this podcast. Um, we closed the library on March 20th. Yes. And at that time, you know, it's kind of like, I, I, I was kind of thinking about it this morning as like a slow train wreck. We could kind of see it coming. But there was really nothing we could do to stop it. And then we're unsure how we're going to handle it when it comes. So, you know, we closed the doors. And at that point, it was like, okay, what's next?
1: I do think right before we did kind of, since we saw it coming, we did do a couple of things. We made it so there were no limits on DVDs. Yes. And we were basically begging people to take as much stuff as they possibly could on their way out. We said, and you and know, they
2: took us up on it. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. came in and were, t- we're walking out with bags and armfuls
0: of stuff, which was awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think we had our highest circs that we'd ever had.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and our due dates, yeah, didn't we like double our circs so, from the, from, pre- the from the same day the previous year, I think is is what it ended up being, but we took off or we extended the due dates. Yep, we we did that a couple times when we didn't realize how long we were going to be closed, right. we had to extend those due dates a couple times, but um but, yeah, closing, the I mean, that's kind of unprecedented.
2: It is. It's definitely unprecedented. And, you know, it, it was fine at the beginning when we thought we were just going to be closed for a little while. I mean, I thought I was going to have an extra week to get ready for spring break. Right. Um, and then then we would be back, and it would be no big deal. But for it to go on for, what, nine weeks, eight or nine yeah. weeks? Um, I mean, we were in and out of the building doing various things, of course. but. The idea of spending... I mean, the youth services staff spends probably 80% of our time outside of the building doing programming with children and teens. And for that to just stop and it hasn't picked back up, um, and we're not sure if it's going to pick back up, it
0: changes the way that we function on a day-to-day basis completely. Yeah. And, And, you know, it wasn't... We didn't get a vacation. You know, yeah. let's, let's be clear about yes. that. It wasn't, it wasn't a vacation. It wasn't a time off for most of us. So, you know, me as uh, the person who markets the library, I was like, okay.
1: I guarantee um, Jenna did the most work out of anyone <laughs> during think that time that we were home. I think a lot I don't of us did a lot, but true. no, I, I, I know there was a weekend where I think you probably were literally every single day from, like, 8 a.m. to, like, 7 p.m. Yeah, so I think if anybody
2: has ever questioned what their promotions people do or what their marketing <laughs> staff does, I think this covered it. Because they, I mean, literally when you make a plan and then it changes within 24 mm-hmm. hours yeah. and you have to start all over again, it's, it's yeah. um, I mean, you're glad you have somebody who knows how to, to function and, and use <laughs> the, the media venues that are available to us because that, that really helped a
0: lot. Yeah, and that's what did cause us, you know, a lot of our problems, were, or a lot of our solutions and things we were doing were decided at the last minute because things were changing um, daily, hourly. And so, you know, as we were looking at, especially as we were getting closer to the time when we could potentially reopen, which I guess, you know, really end of April, beginning of May, um, you know, we we were waiting for the governor's announcement. I think the weekend you're talking about yes. there was one Friday afternoon we had to wait for what the governor was going to say. We had to have a meeting of our administration here and figure out what to do and we needed to have all that ready by Monday. Right. So there was a lot of kind of on the fly things going on. Right. But you know none of us really took a break during that time. So I know that you know, Leah Beth, you guys and your teams started creating videos right away that right. we could that we could get out to people in lieu of our programming. I could
1: not be happier for Brittany Mazzola, who had started before this. I, she's probably the best thing that's ever happened to my department. So, if you have not watched her workout DVD or her workout programs and all her other stuff she's just doing a great job so yeah she's been awesome at all of that it's been yeah really great.
0: she jumped right into doing some of those those lives on Facebook that was pretty quick we had a whole bunch of staff members not just in your department Leah yeah. but but in other departments who were doing book talks at home
1: yeah, people don't want to see – I don't think you guys want to see, you know, the same people talking every single time there's a video. So, you know, you guys want to see the circulation people. You want to hear what, you know, what everybody's doing. I had patrons reach out to me because they knew I would be bored out of my mind to just check in and say, hey, how are you doing? I know you must be going crazy. So, well, yeah, and I thought that, it was really I mean, that was nice.
2: Yeah, and I thought it was really cool. At one point, um, one of our staff members has family who has, you know, that cool Harry Potter collection and yeah. those things. And so we were able to kind of see some of that stuff. Um, that our community has too, so so that was really neat. But it also gave us the ability to showcase some of our staff's skill sets. Yes. So I'm, I know Gretchen, um, in my department, Gretchen Mazine in my department is a, a freelance artist. In her, I, I don't know, I want to say real life job because <laughs> she works part time <laughs> here, but so her full time gig is as, as a freelance artist. And so she did a drawing program. Yeah. She also loves D and D, so she did some. Dungeons and Dragons um, programs that I think are we're going to continue in a different way going forward, Uh but you know it was a way for everybody to kind of say this is what I'm doing and this is what I like doing, so yeah, sharing that.
1: I think everybody was just really appreciative of the fact that you know we were still getting paid, so I think every single person wanted to do as much as they possibly could to make sure that they were promoting the library as best they could and just to reach our patrons who we really missed. So.
0: Right. Yeah, and I think in a lot of ways uh, this has been a good reset for us as a library because, you know, I know for me it's given me a, a different perspective on how we do the things that we do. And I think you guys are continuing as you're moving forward, you're continuing to look at how we do things and how can we do things differently. But, you know, maybe doing the the how to draw programs that Gretchen was doing, that might not have been something that we had e- would even have thought of when we were in the jumble of, of our day-to-day you know, as things used to be. Right. So I think it's brought out a lot of creativity in a lot of people. You know, I know that that video with um, I think you referred to it with uh, Michelle and her family oh, who yeah. had the Harry Potter collection. That was huge. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always wanted to kind of have our, our customers, and our patrons get to know our staff a little bit better. But in the day to day, that's hard to do. But this had really kind of stopped us in our tracks reset our our thinking and and we were able to to do a lot of the things we've been wanting to do because of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it definitely was a reset in terms of um, you know the way we were programming but also it gave us the opportunity to kind of step back and look at our physical space too and decide you know what we what we like what we don't like. I, I mean I met with my team a few weeks ago and said you know we're not taking full advantage of this opportunity we can we can change everything we can reset everything um, So we we are, we're making some great big changes. We have a new bookshelf um, on the wall, which is just that that I love. It's beautiful. Um, Thank you, Stephanie, for that. She she really, you know, knocked it out of the park with that shelf. I love it.
0: We will use a picture of that as our thumbnail for this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, awesome,
2: (laughs) awesome. But also, you know, we're going to restructure the teen program room and change the way that's used. And we really took a step back and decided that the environment kind of dictates sometimes how behaviors are and, and, you know, how the space is used, and so we're really going to adjust our environment, which I'm really excited about. Um, and I think I think that that reset has kind of recharged us. You know, I'm sure we're, we're not unique in that. Everybody is sick and tired of, <laughs> you know, the limitations on what we can and can't do, and I know everybody's even more sick of hearing our new normal, um, <laughs> and I don't even want to talk about new normal. I think it's just moving forward. This is how it's going to be moving forward, and we just need to, to make whatever adjustments we can to continue to serve our patrons. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Not to be really boring, but we were able to get a lot of just stuff that we would never have the chance to get done. I know Beth had suggested doing inventory, so we were able to inventory the adult area. Um, We had just bought a new scanner for the genealogy room before this, so we've literally digitized thousands and thousands of slides, so that's going to be great. So I mean, stuff that we would not have been able to do had we been open and been doing our normal outreach. Because just like the kids do outreach, Youth Services Department as outreach, we also are out in, in the community not nearly as much, but it was just a really mm-hmm. great opportunity to reset and yeah. say what is important, what can we get done. Right. Yeah, we could move so.
2: shelves. We could, yeah. you know, yeah. get rid of nah, – no, I don't want to say it that way. We could need <laughs> our collection. Oh,
1: Lordy. We could promote them to um, – Do I need to bleep time time? that out? Here, here, no. no. We could – Promote them to full-time residency with other people. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: There you go. Yeah. So we do weed our collection. We do pull books out and remove them from circulation. Um, most often, when they're not being used anymore, but they do not get trashed. They they go to a book sale, or um, I typically call teachers in the area and ask them right. if they would like to come look at them first to put in their collections um, in the classroom. Uh, we make sure that they have a second life. So. But, yeah, that, sometimes that just takes a back seat because we get so wrapped yeah. up in the, you know, 30 kids that are sitting in front of us in a classroom or the visit we have as a nursing home or, you know, whatever else is going on. So it was nice to get that all done um, and, and to, to look at where our shelves are and do we like them and can we move them and make adjustments. And so, yeah, a huge reset in that, in that regard. And most often the patrons coming in aren't even going to notice that. Right. You know, I flip-flopped a couple of shelves that no one will notice except for me because it's <laughs> driven me crazy for 13 years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's fixed, and it's, and it's good now.
1: <laughs> oh, I guess one thing that we did in the adult side that we moved around, we got rid we didn't get rid of, we moved the paperbacks to a different section and that was that made it so that we could have our new library of things in a prominent position. Yes. So we've had some interesting things that people could check out for a long time, but it was kinda hidden in this back corner. So by moving the paperbacks to the back of the library and then creating this huge open space at the front, now people know, hey, they have tools, they have tech, they have an inflatable movie screen, they have all kinds of things, musical instruments. So that's been really nice, and I think that's helped a lot, too. It
0: definitely does catch people's attention as they as they walk in the building, uh, especially those who haven't sign, been here. I think
1: your signs help a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially when they haven't been here a while, because, you know, when I'm standing up at the customer service desk and I see people walk in, they just naturally... You know, the adults naturally gravitate in that direction, and they're like, oh, what's all this? And, you know, you know, we're using, once again, the recording studio that we have. That's part of the, the I assume, the tools and tech, or do you have that in music?
1: Uh, that's actually in music. Okay, so that's that's uh,
0: in our Library of Things music collection.
1: Everything's open to interpretation. Uh, this is kind of <laughs> funny. I had a guy come in yesterday, and he was looking forward to Kill a Mockingbird. And I said, oh, it's actually in literature, classic. And he said, I thought it was fiction. And I said, "Ooh!" I said, it is fiction, but I have it in the nonfiction section under literature or classics. So that was a really interesting conversation where I basically had to admit that, yes, I'm wrong, but we like it here, one, for space, and two, <laughs> so that it's all together. But it was, it was just kind of funny because it is not nonfiction.
2: Well, and that's, the, that's the funny thing about libraries is that, you know, when everything started with libraries, everything, you could go into any library and it would have been the same. Theoretically, yeah. But we, what we learned when we changed our collection years ago was that all of that was up to interpretation. You know, two catalogers don't put things in the same spot, um, even though Dewey had his number system. It was there was a hundred numbers in each section, and so you could, you know, have a, a two ninety eight point two seven or just a two ninety eight point two, and those were two completely different <laughs> places. So, um, you know, we we move things around quite a bit just to see if people um, gravitate towards it more likely in one place or another. And, um, and we try to keep that in mind when we're weeding and when we're, we're ordering to make sure that we're providing the best possible collection.
0: And I think our, I think our regular patrons are aware of and used to (laughs) how much we like to change things up from time to time. Um, and some of, you know, some of the things that we were working on, we were able to put into practice pretty quickly. We had started, um, doorstep delivery. Mm -hmm. Uh, gosh, it was at the end of last year, beginning of this year, yeah, right? We'd,
1: we'd done a field trip and we saw to, I think, LaPorte. And LaPorte yes. had been doing doorstep delivery and we just really liked it. We'd been doing homebound is what we called it. But uh-huh. doorstep just sounds a thousand times better because we didn't limit it to physical ailments or, you know, if you can't drive, we will bring these books to you. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was something that um, we were able to, once we closed and once we kind of got our bearings and, and, were able to start bringing staff at least back into the library, that was one of the things that we were able to uh, get implemented and start, one of the first ways that we were able to really start serving our patrons again and getting items to them.
1: And it's been Um, really, it's been really nice that other departments have been doing it too because it used to just be adults. So then with all these changes, the youth services department has a little more time. So they've been amazing and they deliver on Tuesdays for us. Adults still deliver on Thursdays circulation was even delivering when we weren't open. So yeah, it's just been a really great experience for all kinds of different people to get out into the community. And
0: one of the things that we were talking about doing that we hadn't implemented yet was curbside service. So we kind of had a plan in our heads. We hadn't really implemented anything. So when this, uh, when COVID started, we had to close and we were again, getting ready to kind of bring more staff back into the building and figure out how to serve our patrons. That was something that was pretty easy for us to just jump and do. Yes. So um, how do you think those have gone over, like doorstep delivery and curbside have gone over with our patrons? Do you think, I think that the, was well received?
2: Yeah, I think that the doorstep delivery, like, really took off at first, and now it's dwindled quite a bit. We're and down to maybe two a week. And yeah. the
1: reason is because when we were closed... Um, every time a hold would come in, we we would call and say, do you want this delivered right. or do you want this curbside? We do not call anymore. Now it's up to the patrons. So I think a lot of people still maybe don't realize that, hey, we are still doing that. So, hey, we're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that, and that's totally true. And a lot of it's been, um, you know, the daycare. We're not visiting the daycare for programming right now, but right. they need books every week. So we're taking them there. And and the other door doorstop deliveries that we're doing are the ones that started when Leah started the program, you know, Eight, eight, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. But the curbside, I, I don't... It, we still have quite a bit of it here, but it has really, really, like, blossomed at our branch. At Rome mm-hmm. City, yep. it has just been... They, they, I mean, they did more than we did, right? Or was uh, think, that, door that, was, that was doorstep?
1: That I think they more than doubled us, which is really amazing but their curbsides are still really strong as well
2: yeah so I mean I think that's awesome too because we want to we don't ever want to forget that we have this lovely branch in Rome City that that they worked their tails off to make sure that yeah their their community had the the things that they needed as well
1: oh yeah we also have a lovely huge humongous new library of things up at Rome City too so yes
0: So that is something, I mean, doorstep delivery we were doing before this started. That's something that's definitely going to continue. Um, We kind of tied that in with book bundles, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, if anyone wants to um, have items delivered to their home, uh, we're currently doing it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And you can put items on hold and let us know. You can call us. We'll put them on hold for you. Leah loves to pick books for you. Beth loves to choose books for your kids. And, you know, <laughs> and we will
1: probably come on days besides Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like Saturday, I got a book bundle recommendation or request. And uh-huh. so it was really, really slow on a Saturday morning. So I called and I said, Hey, do you just want me to come today? So we might even deliver on a Saturday. Right. And especially if you live on the lake, I certainly don't mind delivering to your, <laughs> taking a scenic, a scenic, uh, trip to your house. <laughs> um, just one thing. A lot of people still really want us to come in. We are not able for your, safety and our safety yes. please don't meet us at the door what we want to do is we just want to leave them on your porch and then we'll call you to come out I know you miss us I know you want to see us but please don't come outside and talk to us. I mean you can wave you can talk to us from a distance but yeah. yes I can we can't come in your house I'm really sorry no
0: tea and cookies yet yeah. <laughs> maybe someday again yes uh, but we are still doing curbside pickup mm-hmm. um, on a daily basis whenever we're open uh, that is something that might change and morph over time, but that's not really something. If correct me if I'm wrong, that we see not oh. being a service at the library offers. Oh no, offers. I
1: mean I definitely want to continue it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a it's
0: a pretty easy thing to do,
1: especially if
2: um, you know if you if you have young kids in the car or right. you're running from one place to the other and you're trying to finish things up. And I mean, I know <laughs> I usually pull into a, a place and I'm still finishing a phone call, and which don't hold your phone while you drive. Um, but there's my, PS, only. there's my PSA for the day. Um, but, you know, having somebody run it out to me or, I mean, ClickList. Well, let's not even talk about ClickList at <laughs> Kroger and Walmart. That has changed yeah. my life. Um, so, I'm actually
1: cooking now thanks to ClickList.
2: Oh, <laughs> I'd save so much money. Um, and I don't have to go in there. But anywho, it, it's the same kind of thing here. You know, you pull in, you... Continue doing whatever you need to do if that means chatting with your children, whatever, um, and mm-hmm. pop your trunk. We'll throw things in for you and wish you well as you drive away. So it's so easy, and you can email us, you can call us, um, let us know what you want pulled. We love pulling things for people. Um, give us some ideas what you're looking for. It, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to do. And, and if we don't have something, remember we're able to get it from a hundred and I think Anita told me the other day, 130 other libraries in indiana that we're connected to um but also leah and i are always looking for ideas of what to purchase yes um you know we try our very best to make sure there aren't holes in our collection but we know that there are so if there's something you're looking for and we don't have it we buy it it it, Mm -hmm. we want to definitely make sure we have what you are looking for
1: just a fair warning um i think beth and i might be the same i'm probably worse but if you ask for four books, I'm probably going to give you 11, just because I really, <laughs> really, really want to make sure that something in the stack is what you like. So yeah. just a fair warning, and if you don't want that, you you need to let me know, because uh, <laughs> moderation isn't really a thing. True, true.
0: My favorite requests are the ones, are the people that call up and say, I left off at large print fiction MOU. Yeah. (laughs) I need the next 10 books on that shelf. (laughs) It's like, all right, I can handle that request.
2: (laughs) Let me see. Yeah. I love the ones that are like, um, I need a kid's book for a nine-year-old boy with a male lead character (laughs) that has no magic and no fantasy and also no adventure and I'm like what's left yeah. you know like that <laughs> okay let me see what I can do so those are kind of funny but um also if you don't give me very um direct Specifications are what you want. You're going to end up with a Roland Smith book because <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite, and choose, I are, love did him. Did you
1: make a new T-shirt or that's? I the haven't works? made the
2: T-shirt yet, but I'm going to. My favorite <laughs> book is Peak by Roland Smith. Everyone should read it. It's fabulous, and there are is actually it's actually a trilogy now. So you should read all of them and mm-hmm. then come make a shirt like I'm going to. <laughs> so
1: uh, what what are they? Is it Peak One, Peak Two, and Peak Three, or it's um, like Peak Valley? What? No, no.
0: Canyon. It's like I forget what the,
1: I don't even remember.
0: I'm sorry, Roland. Is
1: it true? Like cuz he's a, really listening. Well, I was going to say is it true he has a restraining order or that's no, not, I, oh, okay. I do think oh, okay.
0: I do think he knows how much I love him. Um when's he coming to climb in? Oh, I wish.
2: I wish. I wish. I wish. Um he is amazing. But um, he, we did, he did joke with me once online about getting out of the bushes in his front yard because he thought I was stalking him. Obviously, he lives in Oregon. I'm not stalking him. <laughs> but, um, Road trip. I, I do love him and his work. I, I don't remember what the second one is called. I feel like one is called Summit.
1: Mm, that would make sense.
2: Yeah. I don't remember. Ascent. It's mm. Ascent. I don't know. I love them. <laughs> I love them all. The first one's the best, but I love them all.
0: Well, and you can make requests, you know, generic requests, I can't say that, requests like that. Um, And we have a very well-read staff. Yes. Um, myself not included because I'm pretty specific in the, in the authors and types of books I read. But
1: can we but, give a shout out for Jenna too? Susan Elizabeth Phillips and Su- and Nora Suzanne Rob- Brockman oh. and J.D.
0: Robb. Okay, yeah. Those are my those are my three. <laughs> yes. I am liking Elin Hilde- Hilde- Hildebrand. Oh, yes. Hildebrand.
1: That's a nice beachy. I'm doing
0: that. Right. Yeah, I'm reading her second one in her um, Saint John. Uh, us virgin island series right now which is really good but. i guess
1: i shouldn't say beachy because she does have a series about winter so. <laughs> <laughs> but the other part is, is we have
2: we have patrons who have been coming in and making recommendations yeah. there's a gentleman that i went to high school with that comes in and chats with leah quite often about books and some of the things he's recommended are creepy but i them so it's just really fun (laughs) to have and
1: actually I think that's why we have a foreign film collection now actually so yeah yeah, we definitely listen to what you want
2: yeah and and you know it's nice to for you to recommend things because if we go look at it and we didn't have it it also you know kind of leads us in new new directions like the foreign films
0: section so yeah and and we had just a request just the other day from a patron who um, contacted us on Facebook and said I need to know the name of this book and here's what it's about. And they gave us a very general description of a book, and I posted it on our um, our staff page. <laughs> and within like two minutes,
2: yeah, it was. We very had strange. the answer.
0: We had the answer. Kay had just read the book like the week before and knew exactly what it was I said, does this sound familiar to the patron
1: and she's like yes that's it, that's it. and so but she it was, was a able to place from, it on like
2: hold. years ago
0: yeah it wasn't the, a
2: new book at all and the, the description she gave us was very like it
1: could have met a few different yes books. yeah it was,
2: so I love that that um, the there's a Facebook page for librarians I it's I know that sounds super exciting to everyone <laughs> um, and this happens a lot on that page or on our yes. listservs and stuff and it just always makes me giggle. But um, but it is funny how
0: quickly people can say, oh, yeah, I remember that book from the 80s or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So any requests, we can fill those for you. That's for sure. Let's talk a little bit about summer. We are, at oh, this yeah. point, about three quarters of the way through our summer adventure this year, oh, which we side. called our, is that? Revamped. Revamped. Yeah, revamped. 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 So this was really the point where we planned our programming, because kind of before, you know, we were just recording things as we thought of them and right. posting them as we thought of them. So starting in June, that's really the point where we planned our virtual programming. Um, so tell me about the process with that. Well,
2: summer, summer reading in most libraries is the busiest time of the year, and it is busy for us for sure. But the biggest thing is we typically start programming or planning for that in November. Um, Since Leah moved over to the adult department and she and I both kind of function the same way, fly by the seat of our
1: pants. (laughs) um, It's it's, just because we don't want to bore you. This is is
2: so true. Um, You know, we started planning for it probably January, February this year, and... And we really, we That's had, generous. I think it is, that was it is, for me, maybe. Um, <laughs> but we, you know, we had a full lineup. The youth services yeah. department had a full lineup. We had people hired from all over the place coming in to do in-person programming. And, you know, so we really had to take a, a U-turn and, and make huge changes, cancel all of that stuff and, and still find a way to make it meaningful. Right. And not just putting stuff in a bag and saying, come pick it up and do what you want with it. It, it was, it definitely, it was out of our comfort zone. Um, mm-hmm. To say the least, uh, a lot of what we what we do for summer reading is try to offer things, experiences that that our community doesn't necessarily always have, right? An opportunity to experience, and so
1: yeah. What were some of the really cool? I think Beth had a really. She ha- was going to have a dog show. Yeah, there's
2: a there's a lady who lives in Indianapolis who trains dogs. Um, I'm not going to remember her name right now, but she works with the the prison. And the women work with the dogs and help train them. And then she, she does shows with these dogs. Hmm. And and so I was super excited to have them come and do these, you know, dog tricks and such. Um, we're all in this room. We're all dog people. We so. Yeah, we
1: are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was really excited about that. Um, we had a music group coming from Chicago. Um you know, cultural experience there, but I I, I don't know, we had, we, I can't even remember because I just washed them out of my head. We were yeah. hoping to have the whale mobile here, um, which is a huge inflatable whale that you get to like,
1: oh, go inside. Yeah. Oh my Crazy.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, lots of different things like that, that are just unique and, and, you know, maybe even a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So I don't know, it, it changed when we were, when we did move towards our virtual programming. Um, and, and the other part of that is trying to make sure that the things that we're doing, you either A, have the materials at home, right. or B, we can get them for you. Um, and then we went backwards in terms of our prizes. And not, And I don't, I don't want to say yeah, it like that, not backwards. But I know
1: what you're saying. We have been going, we've been offering community prizes for five years, four years now. Yeah, I don't remember. Great. And we Long love time. it. And I think what this has showed us that we still want to do a community prize, Um, We did offer a community prize at the beginning of the summer this year, which was Hoopla and people are using it. It's great. But we also, both the youth services and the adult department, also offer, like I, the adult department gives a t-shirt when you complete your reading record and you're entered to win an iPad. We have never had so much participation (laughs) in the three years I've been on the adult side, and I'm pretty sure way before that as well. I don't want (laughs) to speak for anyone before me, but I think people are just really liking this format. It's not too hard. It's easy to follow along. They can do it on Facebook. They can pick up a thing. They can do it at will. Because we've had a lot of trouble where we get so many people that sign up for programs and then they don't come. Well, having these kits has been a game changer for at least the adults. And it's been really nice because yeah. we don't have leftover stuff that we're, you know, we have eight kits left over. which look for our mystery craft at the end of August. <laughs> <laughs> it will be made up of all the leftover kits we've had for the last three years. That's yeah. what the mystery is. <laughs> so. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, it definitely has changed that. And, we, you know, we used to do individual prizes every week. Right. Um, we're not doing that now um, i don 't see us going back to that because when you think about how many people participate in yeah. summer reading, doing an individual prize each week meant buying eighteen hundred things sometimes, and that was yes that was an insane cost, um, even if the prize is a dollar per person, That's how do you do that for eight yeah. or nine weeks in a row right yeah so so we you know we did get away from that for four or five years, and now this time instead of doing individual prizes, we still had did the community prize hoopla, which if you haven 't checked it out yet, you need to. Um, you can download music, books, and movies on that, and yes. it, which is awesome. Um, With no weight. That's yes. That's the best part. That yeah. is the best part. Um, but then we also have our drawings for prizes that we're doing. So, you know, the youth ser- the adult services is doing um, the iPad and a T-shirt. Um, everybody gets a T-shirt. But the youth services has... Um, these awesome wagons that you can get really cool. that are super cool. Um, way cooler than anything my kids ever had. Um, I think the <laughs> coolest
1: prize I think you have is actually, is it the outdoor furniture?
2: Yeah. Like a little it's so cool. for a toddler or preschooler, a little outdoor patio furniture, um, a ripstick, you know, scooters, those kinds of things. Um, uh, AirPods, or air pods. Um, I always get yelled at for <laughs> saying them wrong. There's a difference between an air pod and an ear pod. Just ask my child. Um, <laughs> But, so yeah, lots of different prizes to encourage people to read. And, you know, we haven't, the children's program and the teens program has not had the participation that we typically have. But I think part of that is, is that we do so much of our advertising and our mm-hmm. marketing through the schools. Yes. And when the schools close down early, mm-hmm. you know, that really limited our reach towards the youth of Kendaville and Rome City. So, um, you know, trying, we have some ways to hopefully combat that once school gets back in session. Um, but... But it it really showed us that we really rely so heavily on our adults to make sure that our youth get the information that they need. Um, so we do have we do have a lot of people participating. Thank you, Facebook. Um,
1: and Jenna, didn't we did a couple other things? A mass mailer. I think, we did. Everyone at the beginning yes, the we used
0: every door direct mailing um, at the beginning of the summer, probably like just a few days before summer reading started. Because we actually, you know, we talked about how early we used to plan. Well, I think, like. Middle or the end of May is when we actually started yeah. putting things into, into yeah. perspective and getting things ready. So that's that's how we did most of our marketing is getting those direct mail. Pieces to every yes. home in our service district.
2: Yeah, and that was helpful. That was really helpful. It's just—it's so funny how you know you you think you're moving along so smoothly and everything's great, and then something like <laughs> this really puts a wrinkle in it, and it
1: really changes everything. It does you change yeah. your job is, yeah.
2: everything, and it especially for for the youth services. Um, we've been really thinking about how are we going to. What are the different avenues to reach out to kids and to teens? Um, You know, for adults, we have the newspaper, there's the radio, there's all these social media accounts, and yet, you know, our... Maybe middle school and high schoolers have access to those kinds of things, but but how do you reach? They're
1: probably not using the same ones we are. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Correct. And and are they following the library? I mean, so I mean,
1: I think we're cool, but I don't know that middle schoolers (laughs) and high schoolers think. Yeah, we
2: haven't reached you know that status maybe, but but how do you reach out to a kindergartner and a first grader? And yeah, you know when when they're not coming home and saying, Miss Beth was in my classroom, Miss Courtney was in my classroom, and we did a volcano or we did this. Um, (laughs) Now you want to talk about the volcano? I threw that in for you. (laughs) Leah but um, but the the whole idea of of where are they what how do we reach out to them um, it's it's hard it's hard when you don't get to see them in person so look for us to try new things and and, (laughs) and, you know
1: people are not coming into the library like they used to I think that we'd heard you know that people weren't going into libraries when they reopened and I think we kind of thought oh I think we'll be different and I think with the exception of Mondays Yeah. From nine to noon. We are pretty it's it's pretty I don't want to say dead, but um, we're definitely not getting the traffic that we used to. And we totally understand people want to stay safe. Absolutely. But that's another, you know, even the kids that usually come in, you know, aren't aren't coming in. So, yeah, I mean,
2: we were used to having a group of teenagers in here every day, probably 15 teenagers every single day after school. And I haven't seen them since March. Not one of them. So, I I mean, it makes you, you know, wonder where is everybody and what are they doing? Maybe
0: they don't even know we're open. Yeah. You know, talking yeah. about having difficulty reaching people, maybe they may not even know we're right. open, to be honest. And and during the summers, we're used to daycares
2: coming and, right. and really setting up camp here. And, and we have done the free lunch program for years that we don't have this year. So it's just, it's really changed a lot. And it's um, not all bad. It's not all bad. And we, right. I mean, we could complain or focus on the negative, but we also are are trying to focus on the opportunity to restructure and change. And with that being said, really anybody who's listening, think about what you would like to see from your library. What, what would you like for us to do moving forward? Um, You know, we're, our, we have rules and regulations just like everyone. And so, you know, the parameters for what is a program that we have to report every year, it right now is very fluid. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we get to count, you know the kits that we're sending out as a program. Moving forward, I'm not sure how long that yeah. will be allowed. Um, you know, it, it, we could count the videos, but we couldn't necessarily count that we handed you supplies and you went home and did them. Yeah. Um, that doesn't fall in our parameters for what is a program. But but are there collections that you're looking for? Are there programs that you would like to see that we haven't done? Um, are there services outside of the building that we could help with? Um, the Youth Services Department is still planning to be at relay for life. We're still planning um, to be at vintage Market. We're still planning those things if they all happen right you know we'll still be at those kind of events but but what else? Um, dream dream big, think big. Um, the worst thing we can say is no, which we don't. <laughs> it's not something that we do. say very often. Um, Leah and I don't like to be told <laughs> no ourselves. so um, we try really hard not to say no um, to others but
0: so what is your programming? So we're, we're here getting toward the end of, of July. You know, we've started planning for August. I know that I've completely taken this opportunity to revamp the newsletter entirely. What What is your programming in the short term looking like?
1: Um, actually, it's funny that you ask that. Um, I've been working till eight um, a couple nights in a row now, and it's like I said, pretty slow. So last night, I actually was able to get our schedule done and all of our events planned on the adult side through the end of September. So so please come in and ask me questions because I don't want to get all the way through October. So we are going to continue. We do have the make and take where we do a video. You watch the video. You call and request the supplies. In addition, we do have a couple of in-person programs where you also have the opportunity if you don't want to come in to view them live. Like Brittany's going to do yoga and bar in person, socially distanced, but then also record it. So if you want to do it from home, you can do that.
0: Is it going to be live on Facebook as well or is it going to be recorded?
1: uh, I think it is going to be live still. Okay. Um, So then another thing is we are going to try book club. Our book club people are really, really, really missing the in-person book clubs. So Matt who works here really wants to pick up his book clubs. We're lucky enough we have a huge space downstairs with two huge rooms so what we'll do is we'll put one person per table so you can spread out. I think we're also going to try a trivia that way. Our trivia is pretty popular. At the beginning of this we were getting you know 20 on Zoom. We're down (laughs) to like three on Zoom so I think it is time to pick back up and maybe see if we can do that safely socially distanced. I will say A lot of other libraries aren't planning to do in-person things. I had a call from a librarian the other day. She was just kind of trying to find out what we're doing. They're not planning anything in person until 2021 at least. So I think it just depends on if you're able to do it safely. And right. I mean, we just hope people come in and respect the boundaries and, you know, try right. not to get too close. And I think that is one thing. We have such good relationships with people that when they're here, they want to sit and they want to talk to us, which we love that. But please don't sit on my desk and talk to me. <laughs> I don't know how I can sit safely socially distance if you're sitting on my desk. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah, I think um... – <laughs> The, the whole idea of, of make and takes is going to continue for yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we the Youth Services Department, we, we planned and bought all of our supplies yesterday for our August programs. But we, we are going to do three in-person programs here. And um, Rome City's been doing some in-person things at the outreach center and um, Mm -hmm. thank you Phyllis. Phyllis is a gem. If you don't know her, you should go say hi. Um, She's great. She's been doing a lot of um, connecting with the youth up in Rome City. But the programs that we're doing, we're trying to be very um, intentional about them. We know that the drinking fountains at the schools are going to be closed this year. So I bought water bottles and you can um, design your own water bottle and come in and, and put those together. We will spread out to social distance. Um, but, you know, you, you register for that program by telling us your name, a hobby, and your favorite color. <laughs> we will print off the things off of our cricket so that then when you come in, you just need to put the items on your bottle. Um, and then you leave with your
0: own unique personalized water bottle. Um, will those kind of be a uh, longer duration yeah, event? Yes. So that
2: program is be- right before school starts. It's the Tuesday before school starts. So we're going to start letting people you don't have to sign up for a specific time but you can come in anytime from nine thirty in the morning till 7 at night oh, wow. that way we can really spread people out mm-hmm. and um, they can they can take the opportunity to be here when they want to we just ask that any program um, and I think adults are probably going to do the same thing in in some cases but the programs that you come to for the for the youth were they're going to be small snippets like putting that water bottle together will take you maybe 15 20 minutes so while you're here If at all possible, please wear a mask, Um, just for your protection and for ours. And we we have... I mean, we have 50 water bottles. So during the course of that day, we're going to have 50 people in and out. Yes. Um, so wearing a mask is, and using our hand sanitizer stations, we'll make sure that, that everybody is as safe as possible. So that's one that we're doing in August. Another one we're doing is um, we bought these little Bluetooth photo printers. So you, when you, um, hmm. for teenagers mm-hmm. to come in, and we know you're not going to be able to use your lockers this year either. Oh, jeez. Um, I have not heard that. Yeah. So, and, and, and I don't know that that's set in stone, but we've heard that that's uh-huh. the case. So, so a lot of, I mean, I know how I was in high school many moons ago. I had um, (laughs) pictures of my friends and stuff in my locker. So we, if you're not able to do that, you still like to carry pictures of your friends with you. So we've bought some notebooks and we bought these Bluetooth um, printers, photo printers. So come in with your phone, print a few pictures of your friends off your phone, and we'll give you a notebook that you can decorate with washi tape and your friends pictures and put it on the front of it I love that. Um, yeah so that'll be that'll be really fun and that's the same kind of thing we're gonna have um, longer evening hours where you can come in and um, kind of work at your own pace on that um, but but again you know we we're, we're kind of it's not that we're running out of ideas we have a ton of ideas we just want to make sure that it's useful and beneficial and not just yes. another thing mm-hmm. um, we're looking for new ways to do story time um, mm-hmm. that's that's really our biggest struggle um, families like to you know get together part of story time is being together it's Mm -hmm. being in the room it's the process of of it all it it really is the in-person part is really important so so finding ways to do that virtually is tough Um, so we're working on a calendar for August where Mm -hmm. um, once a week you you turn in um, or you report back to us on the on the things that we have suggested and how they went for you and then you're going to be able to move your child through a game board we think that we're going to put on the wall oh, um, just so that it's something a little interactive that you can come in and you can see your placement on the game board but also still be safe um, and do the activities at home the idea is to help you build your literacy toolbox at home so right so the idea is that we'll we'll read a story still online it'll still be partially virtual but we'll give you the tools that you need to actually work through the month um and, and then there will be things that you can repeat over and over again at home. You'll have new tools and new new toys, new mani- manipulatives at home. So.
1: I think the biggest thing is just everyone's been so patient with us, and we really appreciate it. And just remember to be patient with us, but please remember to be patient with other people. Um, I just have a really quick story. I, embarrassingly enough, worked 10 to 8 yesterday, and then on my way home I got a plain hamburger and small french fry from McDonald's. Well, I, maybe I shouldn't say McDonald's. Anyway, the car and all of a sudden a car zoomed in in front of me. A manager came out to try to give this car a refund, and the car took two bags of food and threw them at the manager. Oh my I goodness. I have heard all these stories about people doing awful things like that, but I just I have not seen anything like that. So even though you guys are really nice to us, please be nice to others too. I mean, right. you know, please be patient. Please Please be kind. I yeah. know that no one likes the situation that that, it, that we're in right now, but just be kind. Yeah, well, it's Please it's, be
2: kind. We're in such a time of uncertainty that nobody really knows, um, and there's definitely you know two or three schools of thought on everything, and everybody has their own feelings and their own opinions on it, which is is totally fine. Um, but as Leah said, there are libraries who are trying to figure out how to move forward, and what I have found is we've we've been doing curbside and doorsteps since the end of. April, early May, beginning of May. Yeah. And there are libraries that are just now starting to do that. And, um, there's a youth services listserv that I belong to that, that I've been reading. And there are people who are saying they're not doing any programming at all, um, until March because, you know, right when you think it's about safe to do it, you hit Mm -hmm. flu season. Yeah. Um, so, so we're trying to do as much as we can and that, I mean, and I'm not saying that that makes us better than, or, or anything than any other library. We're, it's different here than Mm -hmm. it is in New York city. We know that obviously. Um, but, but also we're just trying to do the best we can to make sure that that your you know receiving the service that you that you need and that you want as safe as possible
1: and if you're feeling sick please don't come here <laughs> please don't come here if right. you're feeling sick right. we're not we going to come here if we're feeling sick so we do
0: want to make sure that our staff is as safe as possible the patrons that come in the building are as safe as possible so um, we're trying to do our part the best we can to make sure that happens and so we hope that when you come into the building you'll right. do the same
2: and there are things that i think are so funny that we've done forever i mean as long as i've been here um that you don't even, we never even have thought about but and maybe maybe those of you listening don't know this, but we disinfect or wipe down every item that comes into the library back and forth in the library. Yes. You know, when your books are turned back in, we flip through them um, to make sure that there's nothing inside of them. We wipe them down, cover to, you know front cover and back cover. Um, we check our DVDs and clean those. So you know we're we're doing our part. And we were doing our part before we knew we needed to in terms of cleaning well, the materials.
0: Well, I've been here 18 years, so I know it was going on long yeah. before I started. So, yeah, it's been, it's been something that we've done at this library for a very long time. Right.
1: So for our Cortex, um, it, our maker space is a little bit different. Um, it used to be we would have activities in there where we'd, you would come in and make a creation, make something, also a 3D printer and Cricut and all kinds of other stuff. Just because we're trying to limit how much time people are spending in the library, we've also turned those into make and take projects and then also turned a lot of that equipment into stuff that you can check out. So now there's additional crickets that you can check out. The services department got a couple of cricket joys that you can check out, which is really cool. They're very Um, cute. Yeah, they're super cute and adorable. Um, You know, sewing machines that used to be in the cortex, you can now check out. There's a paper shredder that you can take home. So we still want you to have access to all of the same stuff, but maybe just to do it at home, to, you know, have more time so you can do it better. And that's what we're finding, too. Instead of people just stopping in and, you know, trying to do a project as fast as they can just because they're bored, now they're taking it home because they actually want to do it, and then it looks really nice. So um, going forward, I think that's kind of the plan, too.
2: It Yeah, and that's, that's funny because, you know, for years, I mean, I remember when we were building this library we talked about everybody was talking about the third place right you know, there's your there's your work your home and then this other place that you like to go and those of you who are as old as i am or older you'll know the um show cheers and everywhere where everybody yeah. knows your name you know yeah. that's libraries for years have been talking about wanting to be that third place we want people to come in and hang out we want we want to get to know them and we want them to know us and, and this is such a you know, about face for us because we are, we are, we still want to see you and, and we know that you want to get out and do things safely, but, but we're to go from encouraging people to hang out, you know, for hours to now being like, you know,
0: get in and out <laughs> for, yeah. you know, grab what you need and go home.
2: It's it's just really hard for all
0: of us. Um, yeah. It's just as hard for us as it is for yeah. you guys. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's hard to make some of these decisions that we've had to make because it does go against everything that we've done and, and worked toward in the past. We, but
1: we are very lucky with how big our building is. I think yes. they were so smart when they built this. I mean, in a lot of ways, I think there's some sound issues that carries, I think, or we're just really loud. That's the one thing. But it is so nice. though. It's so big. So you can, you can spread, spread out. out. It is easy to browse a shelf without being worried about, you know, someone running into you. So yeah. that is something that is really nice. I think moving our furniture downstairs was really a hard thing for us to do. Yeah. But um, we do have a few chairs upstairs still. But um, yeah,
2: yeah and you know we 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 know that we are the 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 terms of so or essential workers have been thrown around a lot in the last few months mm-hmm. and you know we all like to think that we're essential workers and and in our positions we are and we know that our community relies on us for so many different things um you know we're an entertainment outlet we're a uh, an information outlet we're we're mm-hmm. all of those things and those are they are important um but we also know that that what we do is while it's important to you and it, and it matters to you and it obviously matters to us, that's why we're here, we, we need to make sure we're listening to our medical professionals mm-hmm. and that we're supporting our school system and the educators who are trying to, to help move things forward. Um, and just kind of be respectful of all of that. And it's, it, as it changes what we do, we, again, we can complain about it or we can move forward. And so we're trying our hardest to, to move forward um,
0: and as, as respectfully um, as possible and, and making yeah. sure everyone is safe. And we don't, you know, no one at this point really knows what the future is going to hold, what this fall is going to hold, you know. Right. Um, what's going to happen with the virus, if we're going to see a resurgence, if it's going to go away. You know, it's, it's really hard at this time to tell. But I think, you know, from what we've talked about today and, and the plans that we're making in the future, I really think that if something should happen again, we are making sure that we are in a much better position to continue to serve our patrons. If we have to close, if we have to cut back our right. services, that sort of thing. No one wants that to happen. Yeah. But because we don't know, we still have to kind of take these baby steps as we move forward.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think um, it's really funny. I was just talking to my mother about this last night. But it's, it's almost like the I've gotten so comfortable in my job that, because um, I've been doing it for quite a while, that, that if a program pops up, I throw something together that I've done before, or I make slight adjustments to things I've yeah. done before, and I'm still able to move forward. So this this has really kind of shaken everything out of me to start everything over again, um, and, which is kind of exciting mm-hmm. to to not be held to the same, uh, the same schedule, I guess, yeah. that, that I've been held to for so long. Um, and, and it's also, I, I feel bad for anybody who's brand new to library service. Because yeah. the, or a new
1: director. <laughs> or a new director.
2: I I'm sure every day they come to work and they're like, uh, okay. Um, but it's it's given us this... this um, this new start i've said it probably 43 different times but but this this way to look at things completely differently and mm-hmm. and to approach them in a different direction so
1: i don't but, know if you all know that um beth monk here is quite the idea person so i can't even wait to see what <laughs> what kind of new things are going to come if she's going to start all over so it's pretty exciting i just am going to buckle up and see <laughs> i'll be trodden along <laughs> Uh, it's it's
2: a lot of fun, and I you know I, we have we have a really good team here right now that everybody's willing to try something, which I which I really like about our library system in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 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 definitely receptive to our patrons' needs. We try to also be proactive, but everyone is here is willing to, to take a risk. Um, and it, it hasn't always been that way in libraries in general. Not not just here, but in libraries in general, it's always you know, people just kind of look at it as a, a steadfast. You know, association or organization. And, and mm-hmm. we've, we've just not been that way in the time <laughs> I've been here. Um, everything from our cataloger who is willing to make any adjustment yeah. that we ask for, you know, all the way to our frontline staff who's willing to make um, adjustments for you, you know, on the fly. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of awesome to see how we, not, it's not easy to pivot. But,
1: it makes it really hard to go anywhere else, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It, <laughs> the, maybe it's not the, the
2: ease to pivot, but the willingness to pivot, yeah. to, to make adjustments is, yeah. is awesome. It's it's It makes our work rewarding, I
0: think. We've always been very flexible in, yeah. in what we do and how we do it. And I kind of feel like, you know, the takeaway from this podcast is to... Tell everybody to buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kind of, I mean, yeah. maybe we need to change our mission statement because I kind of feel like that's yes. the, That's the way we, we kind up. of do things. Buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> On that note, thanks everyone for listening to Catalog Conversations. Uh, we will have, I'm sure, some fun, exciting topics to talk about next time.